Hey everyone, I'm Jamie. And I'm Andrea, or as most people call me, Anj. And this is Trendish. We'll be covering relationships, faith, leadership, health, and everything in between. I'll definitely troll. And I'll probably cry. And we're so glad you're here to witness the whole thing. Thanks for joining us. Let's dive in. Guys, I literally am nervous I'm going to be the first guest that wrecks this thing. <laughs> you can't wreck it, Jamie. Yes, just I can. Post it. All right, everyone, that's a little loud. <laughs> So let's just tone it down a little. <laughs> what about now? I'm going to be so aware of okay. my voice. We're on. Jamie, op- open us up. I mean, welcome back <laughs> to the podcast, Anj. I'm glad to be here. How are you feeling today? I, I am on energy level 0 to 10, 10.10, mm-hmm. ready to go. Mm-hmm. Here I am. My eyebrows let's run, run laps. be any higher in the air. <laughs> like, I am... <laughs> Not she sure. fully agrees. Um, I really run off the energy of people. These two are really not energized at all, so I don't know well, why I have so let's much share. energy. Let's share. Talking. Let's share who our other guest is. Uh, you want to do the introduction here? Or? Am I supposed to do the intro? Well, you might have just done it. Oh, <laughs> we have on the podcast today one of our favorite people in the world. Lauren Brands. Oh my gosh. LB, gonna... LB Star. I'm going to cry. Lore, Lori, Lori B. I also, I told them I was going to preface this and I feel like we have to. If you are one who is not ready for like loud noises, you're not fully awake, you're not ready to like basically have like a sprint marathon going on in your ears for about 45 minutes, you might want to turn this off until you're ready to hear it because we're, I think we're all on a level 10. Yeah. Jamie's pretending like she's at an eight. I hate But I think <laughs> she's at a This is a normal occurrence for the three of us where mm-hmm. I'm just eyebrows in the air. It's going to be loud. Don't worry. I'm going to use But my, it's going to be good. I'm literally going to use my quiet therapeutic voice today, so it's not even going to be fast. It's not even going to be loud. It's going to be great. Awesome. Awesome. We're looking forward to that. <laughs> Let's talk a little bit about um, our friendship today. We're going to dive into trio friendships, uneven numbered Friendships. Odd friendships? Yeah. How was it? Odd number. Odd friendships. Did I say even? No, I think you said odd. Uh, I was just pointing out that you said that. Okay. <laughs> so, like, groups of friendships of, like, numbers. one, three, five, seven. Don't do that, Anj. <laughs> yeah. Just dive in. Yeah. So, I think... So, we're a group of three. Yep. I've been friends with you, Laura, for almost ten years. Mm-hmm. I remember the first time I met you. Yeah. I thought she was so cool. Ashley still is so cool. So right. trendy. So trending. So That's my artsy. first. That was my first thought I when I met so her. Fight you guys. Literally, when I first met Jamie, I was like, I want to be her best friend. She's so trendy. I was and about she... to say trend-ish to be funny, but then I was like so cringy. I couldn't even say it. <laughs> I'm not kidding. <laughs> no, but I did meet you 10 years ago and loved you immediately when I met you, as everybody's experience is with you. <laughs> Wow, thank you so and much. This is how we'll be for 45 <laughs> minutes, friends. Yeah. But people can know, I don't usually, I just usually say thanks to all the compliments Lauren gives me in a day. I don't Which really do much about with 85. it. Yeah. I just speak in compliments. It's it's my spiritual gifting, maybe. Yeah. It, it is a gift. Yeah. And I think Anj, you and I have been friends for, I don't know, seven-ish years. I'm really bad at counting stuff. Sometimes I forget how long I've been married. Yeah. So. I think that the collective trio of us have been like really close for like five Mm -hmm. ish years i think because it was like right after college yeah Yeah. this is what the movies and the people and the life and the world doesn't tell you is i think that well i do think you get some lifelong friends in college but man in college 
if you had asked me who I thought my friends would be like five, ten years from then, mm-hmm. my answer would probably be the opposite of, of who's in this room right now. Who's in yeah. this That's room. a little humbling, but nice. <laughs> Not in a bad way. I just I find it interesting, and I've seen it a lot with my friends. It's yeah. just like you really graduate college, and you're so close, and it's great because it's. I mean, friendships are seasonal, and that's okay. Right. But man, hold those friendships loosely because I wouldn't trade it for anything. But Absolutely. This is not the. Not, not not people, right. but honestly, that I would say, like, oh, we'll be, like, living in the same city together, yeah. mm-hmm. seeing each other on a weekly basis, and, oh, also recording a podcast <laughs> together, <laughs> if you had asked me five years ago. So, yeah, I think we've been friends for that long. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah, it's a different life than I thought it would be, too. Like, even thinking about the friendships that I have now in my life having an impact on where I live. You know, like, mm-hmm. it actually makes a difference right. where I'm living. Who's actually there right. that I would stay for? You know, you guys are two people that I would stay for. Oh. Is it me you would stay for or is it Liam? Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Probably Liam. That's a great point. <laughs> I literally thought you were going to say, is it me or Lauren who I would stay for? And I was like, are you really going to make her answer this on this podcast Well, let's right talk now? about let's... the trio No, I... <laughs> Jamie, who are you going to choose? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's a, a oh, real insecurity for a lot of people. Yeah. <clears throat> what has been your experience with uneven numbers of friendships, Lore? I've, wow, I love friendship first. I just want to start off with that. You that's do. Like, I love friendship. I think it's amazing. I think it's, I don't know. I just think it's one of my favorite things in life. I, I usually, a, a gift. Thank you, Orange. You're reading my brain right now. It's just such a gift mm-hmm. to be able to be deep friends with somebody and be fully yourself yeah. and be loved for it. What more could somebody want? Yeah. That's seriously how I feel. So I love friendship. And yeah. um, I found myself since I was younger, like little, like first, second grade, always being in um, really deep friendships, but also kind of uneven friendships, groups mm-hmm. of three, groups of five. Yes. And um, I, I thought about that this week and I don't really know why that is. <laughs> I don't you either. live in the middle of stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't mean to. Mm-hmm. It's a little bit uncharted territory for me in my journey, but um, not anymore. Yeah, you've charted it pretty well. well. Yeah, you have it on a grid. Wow, this you is like the most encouraged I've been in a long time. I should just be on. Like, I'm just so thankful. Well, I've always said it's very easy to encourage you. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I was about to say, what did we do? Yes, <laughs> you're a words girl. I'm such a words girl. Okay, it just came to me why I think I might have uneven friendships while yeah. we were just talking. Yeah, so this is what happens. I'm so thankful. This is such an organic process. How do you guys do this? You're learning so much about yourself as you're doing this. I'm so thrilled. Anyway, I think... (laughs) (laughs) I think it's because I'm so much of an includer. Like, I can't... I have to make sure that everybody is included. So if I find a friend that I really like, it will remind me of another friend that I really like, and I don't want anybody to feel left out ever. So Mm -hmm. I'm always bringing people in. That's something we've talked about a lot, Jamie, is that that's... (laughs) Not how I am. (laughs) Yeah, right. Includers, like, in my bottom five in, in terms of strengths finders. Yeah. It's my in, it's my number three. Yeah. Yeah. We are, we live in opposite worlds. I know. Positivity is what? Is it your number one? Yeah. It's, like, my number 33. And then woo. Out of 35. And then right. my second one is winning over, others over, which, which is, is woo. So. Which is not on my top. I'm surprised you guys keep me around. I'm thankful. Well, I need, I need the polar opposite in my life. Yeah, I do too. I think the interesting thing about um, friendships with, like, odd pairings, such as, like, you know, trio, like what we're talking about with three friends, is 
I feel like you take on different roles yes. um, in those types of friendships than you do if, I don't know, there's four people and two are kind of closer than others, right. but all four of you are friends. Like, I think, it, and maybe even seasonally, every person ends up taking on a different role. I think is role. a good word. Yeah. Yeah. Um, in, the, in those times. Yeah. Um, and that's what I think is the most interesting is I, like Lauren, have also found myself in, like, literally since growing up, yeah. friendships with, it's really commonly, like, three people. Yeah. And Mind a lot of those people, five. I'm yeah. still friends with all of them, I think. Like, looking back, I mean, granted, we don't live in the same cities or anything, but I think right. I'm still friends with all of them. Uh-huh. Um, I will say when we get back together, it, it, we are back in our roles. That's like, right. Yes. Man, the roles are there. That's right. And they, whether we were 13 yeah. or 30, we yeah. are there, there. It's like no time has passed. No. <laughs> which yeah. I love. I love which that is, too. Yeah, which is I so love sweet. I um, but I do find, I think it's interesting because I, I think that the success of those relationships all together staying intact versus not is <laughs> whether or not people are willing to stay in those roles or not. Mm-hmm. So times where I've seen those like friendships of people maybe break up more or, or shift Drift more. away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is like that person, maybe for whatever reason they were changing or their circumstances were changing, but their role in that friendship started not being bad, but changing. And it changed the dynamic of the entire three person friendship rather than just them and them scooting out. And so that's what I think is so interesting with these like kind of groups of three odd pairing kind of people is that it's not just like, Oh, me and Jamie are changing. So let's just talk about that and work through it. Mm -hmm. When there's like a third person in, oh, well, I have the option now to see Jamie's changing and I don't like that. So I can just say to Lauren, like, mm-hmm. I don't like that Jamie's changing. I basically have an out yeah. in, mm-hmm. odd, in odd friendships mm-hmm. to rule out that person rather than have a conversation with them. So are you saying you either change together or you stay the same together? And if there is one person changing and the other people don't adapt as well, it falls apart? I think the key word in what you just said is together. So yeah. if you're all changing together, mm-hmm. I th- I've seen it be successful. The friends I've had when I was 13, we are so different now. Yeah. But we still have found ways to navigate those roles and, and stay together. But to we've all connected. changed together. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think that these, any friendship really, but especially these like ones where you have this kind of odd man out that you can rule out if it starts to get too hard. Um, those ones are the ones that if you're not still choosing to do it all together, mm-hmm then it really does shift. And yeah, I don't think that you continue on um, in those ways if only one person is yeah, trying to find a new a new place, you mm-hmm. know, in that in those roles or in somewhere else, you know. Mm-hmm. I was talking to a friend of mine about what we were gonna talk about today, and it's a guy and he was like, I don't understand what the topic is <laughs> yes good so point. I, I think i'd like Could to just <clears throat> uh, clarify a little bit of yes what even a trio friendship means to people and uh, that we understand this is probably going to be more female oriented yes. than male. males yes. we've already done one for you yeah. we're doing one for <laughs> guys guys are like what do you mean an uneven number of yeah. people. Yeah, John yes. was like, so what are you going to talk about for 45 minutes? I was like, oh, John. We <laughs> don't even need an agenda for this topic. <laughs> this is in our DNA. <laughs> I think girls very commonly feel insecure in oh, an odd yeah. number yeah. of people I, I, because there's not another person for them to connect with. Because mm-hmm. if the other two are more invested or feel more connected, the yeah. other person is immediately insecure mm-hmm. or like they're on the outside. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
What is worse than being on the outside? Nothing. <laughs> and you have to be, so you have to be such a, like, unit of people for yeah. one of them to not feel on the outside. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, how yeah. do you, we're, yeah. like, in our late 20s and we could still, yes. like, be like, oh, I don't have anything to share. <laughs> Which is really her saying, like, oh, I wish I could be in a conversation. <laughs> <laughs> That's so true. Like, <laughs> well, it's humbling. And humbling. That's what I was going to say. Wow. Wow. <laughs> And I think that kind of sparked in me that you have to have such confidence in your individual relationships in a a trio friendship. Like Mm -hmm. you have to know, because, you know, I've known Jamie for 10 years, you know, very well, Mm -hmm. very close friends with Jamie. But then I've been very good friends with you, Mm -hmm. Auntie. It's, it's, I feel really secure in our friendship too, since I've known you since our senior year of college, right? I think so, yeah. I couldn't exactly remember how we met. I know that's terrible. Oh, I, I don't we, remember. I think how we, we all met. worked together. In, I don't. But remember. I knew you before. Like I, knew, I you. knew you all through college. I thought you were so cool too. I thought you were pretty wild. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty positive. I'm pretty positive. Yep. yep. <laughs> but yeah, that. I guess we did know each other. But yeah, it's been yeah senior year since senior year probably. The whole point of that was to say that I think this works really well because we're all really confident in our individual relationships, I which agree. I think is key. Mm-hmm. Yes. So we can spend time together as the three of us, but then we also can spend time together individually, and it's never like an issue. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I don't yes. Know. That's how I feel. Do you guys feel like that? Sorry, I should probably ask you. No, do you I feel like that. I, I do. I fully agree. I think that is what I'm kind of meaning about the together thing. Yeah. Because again, if I did see like, oh, my and Jamie's relationship is changing. That's right. I don't go to you right. as this third person in our friendship to say, like, oh, gosh, like, I just wish Jamie would listen more. She's such a bad listener. I'm picking that because she's, like, the best listener. <laughs> yeah, and the best question asker, too. Yeah. <laughs> like, she's just so bad at it. It's so annoying. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to do that yeah. because I have my own individual relationship with Jamie where that is where that would come out. Yeah. But that is a healthy version of what I don't always see happen in these odd pairings of friendships Absolutely. where they aren't always secure in those individual. Well, and I think too, like knowing that our friendship, what if it is changing? I don't then have to assume just because ours is changing, Lauren and I's is changing yes. too. Right. Like that's not necessarily the case. And I don't want to put that on her right. yeah. either. Super good. Yeah, Absolutely. I was also just thinking, like, as far as if there was, like, a conflict in the trio. We haven't, I guess we haven't had that many conflicts. <laughs> I don't think we've had. I don't we think have, we, it'd be I, good I was, to share. Yeah. I was going to say, I don't. Jamie and I share Should we clear conflict. the air on air? <laughs> I know. I was like, I don't think we have. But I just feel like with us, I think a really healthy way to maintain this friendship would be to be bringing it to, like, both of you at the same time. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. I think we do a really good job of that. If there is something that's misunderstood or something that needs to be clarified, we do good about just kind of saying that. I will say, too, I mean, the three of us, again, have been friends for five years, and I do think in those five years, we have individually had our conflicts. Oh, yes. And that's an interesting <laughs> dynamic, yes. too, because we none of us can think of a time where all three of us were sick exploding on each other. Yeah. But I can't think of times. <laughs> so squirrely. <laughs> I can think of times where it was like, oh, Lauren, we needed to have this come juice moment. <laughs> I, can't, I can't think of anything. I don't know what you're talking uh-huh. about. <laughs> I mean, we just had one like three weeks ago. <laughs> are She's going to jump out of her Are we skin. literally going to She's talk about this thing? <laughs> publish this for people to hear this. We are publishing The this. stories are really helpful. I'm just yeah. Yeah. those individual conflicts. I did find it interesting. Like in those same times, the three of us were still hanging out. Yeah. And like, yeah. <laughs> Laura and I are still like, mm, I don't really know what's going on. And yet, it doesn't affect, like, 
the dynamic of the three of us at large. I don't even know how that's possible looking back on it, but I I don't think it did. Well, I think because the the group isn't focused on that in the moment. There's more going on. There's collective conversation that we can have unrelated to that. I also think that's just a sign of maturity that like... That's true. Uh, we're not like sitting there crabby because one of us is upset. Like we can still be adults. Yeah. And have a normal yeah. hangout. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say something I really, really like about both of you is that when I do have something that's in my life that, you know, could be a conflict or something that I, I'm not ready to share, like I really appreciate a tendency of mine is to pull back a little bit. And I appreciate you guys always just being, I don't know, like not really letting me, I don't know, do that and be isolating or anything like that. Like you guys are really good at like checking in and still including me always and inviting me. I don't know. It just mm-hmm. really means a lot because I think that's my natural tendency. Mm-hmm. Wow. That is literally so, I can't believe I just said that, but I'm, but I really appreciate you guys both being so intentional, like just not, I don't know. And, and that's so helpful in the trio dynamic because not only am I having one person still being so intentional, I'm having both of you guys mm-hmm. still, per, I don't know, I don't want to say pursuing, that sounds like, mm-hmm. but, but that's no, kind of what I it was that, in friendship. I think that's a thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm sorry, if it's just one-sided where it's just yeah. the one person, yeah. I have a hard time with that. Yeah. <clears throat> I get yeah. insecure in that. So you guys do a good job at that. That's what I'm just trying to say. I hope I can do that for you. I think something, too, that is a dynamic of, like, these kind of odd numbered friendships too and like the success or the failure of them is also like what they're rooted in Mm -hmm. and I think something that you pointed out even you know if Lauren and I are have another thing going on that we haven't fully settled or something like that we don't have that many (laughs) no I'm talking about the same one (laughs) um but even in that I think that we've been able to in the I think in the last five years individually all of us have had quite the transitions. I agree. I don't even know if transitions is the right word. We have had the mountaintops and the valleys. Huh? Honestly, I'd use a swear word. (laughs) I'm not going to do that. Not not I. (laughs) We've we've had quite the swear word. (laughs) Yeah. Good and bad. Yeah. Um, And I think that that what you formulate those kind of relationships around also determines the success of friendship, I have this, I have, I'm pretty, I don't know if I've said this on the podcast before, if I have, I'm going to say it again. I think friendships that are rooted solely in, like, gossip or mm-hmm. in focusing on others um, or talking more about others than talking about yourselves mm-hmm. is, I don't care if you're friends of two or three or five, mm-hmm. like, I think that that isn't necessarily bound for, like, at least full-term healthy success. And looking back on my life, I do think it would be those friendships that, like, no, the soul base was just these people and talking about them and proximity with Mm -hmm. one another and Mm -hmm. how that works. And it's funny because you, looking back, you think you want that again. Mm -hmm. Like, sometimes after you graduate somewhere like college, like, you think, oh, I I wish I still had these friendships then. And when I think about it, I'm like, I've lived so much harder life in a relationship like the ones we're talking about today yeah, that for sure. they were so good in that season, but I don't know if I want to go mm-hmm. back to something that was really, it was good for the season, but it would have been shallow for eternity. And yes. I think that that's like really something that you can point out in friendships too. Wow. That just like hits in the gut. <laughs> shallow I for eternity. Say. <laughs> wow. Sorry. That was good. Wow. Good. You are good at this. <laughs> 
So anyway, what are a couple of things in our trio friendship that have that you guys think have like rooted us? Because that is all like really good and nice to say, but I do think people have a question then of like, okay, well then what do you guys like? What do you base your relationships mm-hmm. on? What is like community oriented around? If you're not talking about other people, I think you have to literally learn that, especially coming out of somewhere like college in close proximity to one another. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. what does make something like this more rooted in? something in, in my opinion that is more eternal at least more foundational than just has more depth living with each other yeah, yeah, yeah or something like that yeah no it's a good question I think I think boundaries is actually a big part of it for me I'm not talking about content necessarily but I think yeah. like knowing the place of your friends and where they fall in you know the grand scheme of what's important to you makes mm-hmm. a difference and I think if friendship to me isn't that important or if I didn't grow up thinking that was like my ride or die, like have to have it all the time, I think it might be hard if, if you felt that way. So if it wasn't important to me, but it was important to you guys, we wouldn't have as easy of a time staying connected Mm -hmm. because the priority of it is similar. Mm -hmm. You agree? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like our our priorities in like where we're going in life or like what kind of priority no i think priority of the friendship like we all think it's awesome and important yeah so we're all oh, liking yeah it. got it i was yeah. tracking i'm actually impressed with myself i was like i was <laughs> gonna go one way or the other i'm glad i went that way yeah <laughs> so you're saying like in order with boundaries in order of importance in our friendships yeah we all hold it to about the same standard and that makes it easy to keep a common ground yes yeah yeah i think that's one part i think yeah. it's great also, I'm totally, I'm sorry, I have to say this. I feel like we're going, like, public with our friendship or something right now. Like, this is, like, what I feel like this Laura, is Laura, when be. you signed up for this, you signed up to go public. Uh, no, I, I know, I know, but I'm just saying, like, because, you know, I'm even thinking of, like, dynamics of social media and stuff, like, friendships that are so emphasized on social media and stuff. Like, I, have we really done that? I no. don't think so. I, don't I mean, think other so. than, you know, those TikToks. Go back to those. Well, <laughs> we did that one time. To be honest, that was awesome, though, and worthy of being. <laughs> we have some that we've that. never even shown. Yeah. Maybe I will post Some of those. the best ones, honest. Yeah. I, I think I blocked them out because I don't know what you're talking oh, about. Oh, girl. Some of the TikToks that I'll I show you when we're done with this. To be fair, I'm, this is off topic a little bit, but I, I'm, I'm humble because I never could be in the actual videos. I always filmed it because I wasn't good at memorizing choreography. Do you remember? Yeah. Anyway, that's besides the point. I'm derailing <laughs> us, but <laughs> you were saying what was I saying that like we're the depth of our friendship doesn't need to be like like publicized yes. on social media for it to hold that weight. That I mean, is, if I I've never heard anybody summarize better in my life. Yes, thank you. I think I we might have talked about this before in another episode, but I think that is like such an important thing to highlight. I do too. <clears throat> I think individually and in friendships, we have a really hard time sometimes measuring some of these things. I'm saying like measuring how deep are our friendships, measuring how secure yeah. am I in them, measuring how shallow they are, or. Like, how in tune I am with myself. And I literally think sometimes people just need more specific questions or more specific, like, spectrums to understand what that might look like. I think one thing, and this is not, like, a black or white statement, but I think you could ask the question of yourself that if you do feel the need to post your friendships all the time, not because, like, stuff's funny, that's different, but I think that there's a level, especially among females... Where it's like, if we posted, it didn't happen. Mm -hmm. Or like, if I don't share it, it wasn't real. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think that is where you start getting into this slope 
of becoming a little more shallow. Again, nothing wrong with we've like done trips where we post stuff. It's fine. Like it's great. I have friends I've posted so much stuff with. Shallow and insecure. But I do think even in my life that I would be posting more content the less secure I feel in anything. So I think that would also be the same in friendships sometimes. And there's nothing wrong with social media. I love it. But I think that that's a good measure tool if you are like, well, how do I know how secure I am in my friendships? Or mm-hmm. how do I know what it's rooted in? I would say like, you know, how what does that look like for you in terms of having to prove your friendships mm-hmm. to others? Because that's, um, that's a really big, I think that's a really big thing among, especially like young, the younger friendships and younger population. Well, I think too, people need to be reminded that there are other ways to celebrate people than mm-hmm. on social media. Yeah. Like yeah. You can celebrate your friends and it never go anywhere yeah. on the internet. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I love social media. I don't, yeah. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. And I'm not Absolutely. saying... James like, Trendy on social media. <laughs> oh my the God. amount of trolling has gotten up in the last few weeks. I, so let me just say. I think it's funny. <laughs> I'm not saying you can't celebrate and highlight your friends on social media that's right. not what we're saying at all no, it's just, really. if that's like the only thing yeah if you feel like you're not friends if you don't do that then i think there's a problem yeah if you feel like you're not friends because they didn't post their happy birthday pic of you yeah. listen to me okay if you're friends with me you're not gonna get a happy birthday post if you do <laughs> i was feeling super creative that day and just felt like posting something but yeah. i am just saying well, Jamie, let me, let me be oh, honest. To our last friendship yeah, one, like, me and the birthdays. Like, that is something I had to You're not going to get it from me. <laughs> nope, you're not. I had to lay that down at the cross. <laughs> I really no. like when you get passionate and your voice gets louder. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's what I was just thinking. I mean, it's just true. Like, I... I, I think I just had to learn that about myself. And I also, on my birthday, had to learn, like, oh, I don't do that for anyone. I don't expect anyone to do that for me. Yeah. And that's okay. My birthday is a success whether or not people post it about me <laughs> or even remember that it was my birthday. Um, I'm not looking at my birthday as a success or a failure. <laughs> Maybe that's the Maybe like a friendship as a success or a failure, whether or not I post it. Yeah. Um, I, I'm just saying that to, to give myself as an example, yeah. like, you're going to have so many different levels of those people because then there's others that I wish I could be, like, Lauren probably a good example, like, which is encourage people all day if she's not on a social media fast, which is every other day. Yeah, it is every other day. I don't know that we can call it a fast anymore. No. Yeah, it's I just know. It's deleting. It's annoying, I know. <laughs> Um, so there's, there's just big spectrums, spectrums yes. of people, and that's all I'm trying to get at. But I, I do, what I appreciate is that I still feel secure in my friendships, even if I didn't post a, one single story that it was their birthday, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, if I didn't mention at all to them that it was their birthday, that might be different. Mm-hmm. But I'm talking about in terms of, like, social media specifically, um, I think that really is where you can find security is that measurement. Yeah. I think that's great. I Just a very brief story. I remember and when we became friends our senior year, like, we didn't, like, talk about it a lot, you mm-hmm. know? Like, you and Ange. Me and Ange. Yeah. people that can see us. Oh, yeah. Ange and I. <laughs> Ange and I. Sorry. I love to say that. Um, we had, like, every class together our second semester. We really randomly. Did. Like, yeah, it was we every... All day. Oh, my gosh. And we had our, a class called Storytelling. That was a great experience for both of us. <laughs> but all that to say, um, I remember one time I posted a picture with you and I had a ton of people be like, oh, I didn't know you guys were friends. Like, you guys are friends. Like, this is huge deal. Basically, what I'm saying is I just remember thinking, like, wow, like, I value you so deeply as a friend. And, like, it was so weird that, like, that was – it yes. just goes exactly like what you were people saying. People didn't know. People didn't know. And then I kind of felt like once I posted it, I was like, dang, I got, like, 
I don't know. Then it was like this pressure, like to people like hanging out with Orange, or you know, I don't know. It just was. And people don't have to know. Yeah, that's the thing too. Like, like you don't sacredness too. Yeah, that comes with that. I don't know. There was this book that I was reading. This has nothing to do with this, but I do think it's really it's connected somehow. It's connected somehow. <laughs> okay. Um, it's called um, Kingdom Values. Yeah. Kingdom, Kingdom Values. Vision. It might be called Kingdom Vision. Can I Vision. read it? That sounds powerful. I think it's called Kingdom Vision. There's two. It's by John Tyson and ooh, someone else. Um, I think the first one is Kingdom Values and the second one is Kingdom Vision. I think. Whatever part two is, um, he talks about like spiritual formation and basically like these rhythms that you should be doing like weekly or whatever. One of the rhythms, like things you practice. So there's things like we would have all heard before. Worship or um, prayer. Study. <laughs> Prick. Good one, sure. Silence. Okay, good one. Silence. <laughs> Secrecy was one of them. Are you playing with me right now? No. I was reading the list and thought, oh, these are things you don't do. These are things you do do. And I realized Ooh. these are things you do. He was talking about how you do them differently. Uh-huh. And then Secrecy was like right above worship. And I was like, oh, wait, maybe you do you do, do that. Of course, I should have actually read the book. I was just looking at the chart. Classic. <laughs> so then after I read it, I was like, oh, secrecy is literally something you practice. Like, yeah. mm-hmm. how often do we, like pray or study read a word mm-hmm. or something and not feel the need to have to share that yeah. revelation or yeah. share that friendship so or good. like share that piece of someone's business that's super exciting for them but maybe they don't want anyone to know like secrecy right. is literally like a spiritual form- formation practice that we can implement in our lives that I do not I mean myself included do oh. not practice and for I thought sure. that was so for interesting sure. there's more than just like I mean he has like 15 things on there it's more than just like worship and prayer study but there's like other really deep truths of even like being secret and private in your life is like literally a way you can connect with God. I think that's amazing. And I think it's very hard now with social media. Absolutely. So hard. Oh, I mean, get my journal, get my little book, get my coffee, put a little artsy picture up there. Yep. Got that Oslo filter. (laughs) Typewriter font. Look how cool I am. Like, Look how holy I am. (laughs) I spent more time posting this than I did reading that book. But... It was good, so I'll recommend it. Like, man, we just don't, we don't do that. I think you actually do that very well. I was actually just about to say that. I was trying to say, like, we as a collective body. Yeah. Uh, I was going to say, that well. you I think, that great. I think I, I could do better. Where I'm I think I like, oh, you didn't tell me about that thing that happened two months ago <laughs> and is a current thing in your life. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, we're going to address that later. So We still haven't addressed it. Yeah, no, we haven't. <laughs> This is all happening in real time, people. (laughs) Okay, but there's, but, but man, pray, gotta work on that one. So, like, there's, there's different levels of different things I think we're good at. I just found it so interesting that secrecy was literally on that list. Yeah. um, As a, as a worship. It, like, literally, it's such a fascinating thought to think that, like, secrecy, privacy, trustworthiness can be almost seen as like holy or like you know yeah. spiritual like that's so in friendship I think I think that's so true like yeah. when you said that I connected so deeply with that yeah it's true that's how friendships you can trust people is just knowing that you can share things and it's not going to go mm-hmm. everywhere so I don't know I think I think that social media aspect is pivotal with friendship yeah. and especially the friendship healthy yeah I think too um that those things kind of even answer, like I said earlier, well, how do you know, like, what you're rooting your friendships in? Odd numbers or even numbers or whatever it is. Yeah. Like, how do I know if those are something that is more eternal? We'll go through highs and lows, yeah. you know, valley seasons, whatever. 
and I think that is also another measurement is like looking at those lists, like how much of that is in our friendship. Like we, we don't worship together necessarily in traditional form of worship. I can't remember the last time James played like, guitar. I would be into our hands guitar. Were Lauren literally, is about to make us do it now. Literally, She's I would here be so it. into that. I can play the guitar. I don't play the guitar. Okay, <laughs> I, do we forget that I play the guitar? Yeah, a little bit. I do. Yeah, I was going to say, not Because I was trying to give a very unrealistic view of. Oh, I hear that. I hear that. That was a good angle. Well, we ruined the angle a little bit, but it started out as a good angle. Anyway, we don't necessarily do that. But really, as I'm looking at this list of things that are outside of the Christianese, like just study, prayer, Bible, things like secrecy, um, other ones were like trust. There was like so many things in it that I'm like, you can literally worship God with your friendships and relationships too. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I think we're just so, we want all the answers. We want it to be linear so we can check things off. Like that is our society. I understand it. But I do think, like, looking at lists like that of even what worship is, like, how many of those things do you see yeah. in your everyday friendships? And I think that also roots whether it's, you mm-hmm. know, something that's glorifying eternity or isn't, you know. Mm-hmm. And some won't. Let me also say that. Like, I have some that don't. Like, I want to be friends with a lot of different types of people. Me too. But the ones that I, I will invest the most of, like, my heart and soul into, mm-hmm. the ones I'm going to share the deepest parts of myself with mm-hmm. are the ones that where we do share secrecy or the trust or some of those spiritual formation habits, not necessarily the ones where I don't, I don't see those there. I'll still be friends with them, but mm-hmm. I might not share my lowest, deepest, you know, valley moments in those. Yeah. So it's even, like you said earlier, a boundary for yourself as well. Mm-hmm. So good. Can you, on, I guess on the, the flip side of this conversation, have there been significant times in your life, Lauren, looking at you, because I know Anj and I've kind of talked about this a little bit already, but where you felt like insecure in your friendships or you really felt like you were on the outside of a uneven number of friends? It's hmm. a good question. I mean, I think yes. I think I would be lying if I said no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I wanted to say no and then I was like, oh, we might as well just be honest. Um, you can use us as an example if that helps. No. Yeah. <laughs> you can. <laughs> But I think for some re- for some reason in the wiring that God has created me in, I like if I feel on the outside, I'm pretty quick to say I feel on the outside. I don't mm-hmm. know if that makes sense. Like mm-hmm. I I don't like yeah. that feeling of feeling on the outside. And mm-hmm. um, so I'll communicate and say I am feeling left out in this area or I am. I mean that's mm-hmm. not easy for me. You guys know me. I act like a squirrel for 25 minutes and then you're like, please just communicate what you're trying to say. Like we hear you. We love you. You're safe. But I'm just like I can't. So I think, yes, I have felt that like that, but I think something that has been pivotal for me in all of my friendships, all my deep friendships, every everything in my life is just being really honest when I do feel like that. Mm-hmm. Um, because I think growing up, um, I just remember I was like when I was in first and second grade, I always found myself in groups of three, like on the playground and all this stuff. And I remember feeling left out, felt really bad. And so then I remember mm-hmm. even being so young mm-hmm. thinking, if this ever happens to me in my future, I'm, I'm going to either find other friends or mm-hmm. I'm going to tell them that mm-hmm. I feel left out. And mm-hmm. so, I don't know, I've just kind of carried that with me. If I, like, for example, if I consistently felt left out with you guys, I would really evaluate if this is the friendship that I want to invest in. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's making sense, but mm-hmm. I don't know. I just think, yes, I have felt like that. But if I do, I try to either evaluate the friendship at that point or really be honest if that's something I want to continue investing in. I also think what you're saying, too, is patterns. So it's yes. like something even another time that you'd evaluate those friendships is like, mm-hmm. especially if you're bringing that up and now it's like mm-hmm. the fifth time and there's still exclusion or there's still yeah, mistrust. Like yeah. 
then I've, we've said it a bunch of times, but there really are seasons for friendships. And I think we need to let that be okay without that being offensive. Absolutely. Um, and when you've done your part in like vocalizing, you know, the hurt or the expectation and the yeah. patterns remain the same. Yeah. I think that's also like a checkpoint of, of kind of what you're doing with the evaluation. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. How do you walk through like, dr- like drifting friendships well? Like how do you still be a healthy person and not blaming and looking at that friendship as a negative thing, seeing it for what it was, how great it was, mm-hmm. but how do you still move forward knowing that they're not coming with you in okay. the same way that they were? I feel like I'm catching this. So I'm not going to use any of my own material. You know the material I prep. I prep a lot for this stuff, which is nothing. That's why Jamie's rolling her eyes. I literally can't breathe. I can't breathe. <laughs> this is not my material. I'm going to quote him again. I feel like I'm quoting him every episode, but I go to his church. So Matt Nelson, he talks about four... Um, phases of community Mm -hmm. and I have never understood them better than I have in this like time of well let's just say 2020 and I think that fills all the cracks for us Mm -hmm. and he talks about those phases being one phase one is excitement phase two is disillusionment phase three is adjustment and phase four is growth and I think that is so telling for community so especially jumping into friendships or we could even use all of ours as an example like there's of course excitement when you're first jumping into new friendships Mm -hmm. um there will be a point if you stay friends longer than 45 days where you're like disillusioned like oh they're not exactly who I thought they were or oh they didn't call me and I thought they would they didn't post on my birthday this is a good let's use the example James (laughs) They didn't even I freaking call me and say happy no. birthday. Uh-huh. I actually did call you, but it was for just a second. No, I texted you. Yeah, you texted I me. I texted you. <laughs> um, so I'm now disillusioned. Andrea, I did think she was a perfect, like, human. Mm-hmm. Definitely thought she was the best friend in the mm-hmm. whole world. Like, couldn't have thought higher of her. I am trolling. That's not what Jamie thought. But what excitement mean? in our friendship. Well, that's what I was going to say. <laughs> okay, I was trolling. Now she's just disillusioned, like, okay, well, you're actually kind of a disappointment. What a letdown. (laughs) Maybe not those words, but probably those feelings. So now you either have an option to step out of the phases or stay in them, and that's where the adjustment comes into play. And if you get through adjustment, it leads to growth. And we talked about that in our last friendship episode we did, but it literally was the adjusting of Mm -hmm. having to communicate those expectations. Mm -hmm. Me doing better at that, but then also even an expectation on your end, like, I might not post 15 right. pictures. Yes. I might, I might not. I really yeah. don't know what the heck I'm going to do until the day comes. So. Fascinating. <laughs> I don't even think about it. That's what I am. <laughs> but great. We've adjusted. And honestly, we grew from there. Like, yeah. I think it, it, it opened up even more like, well, I hated when you did this. It just becomes easier the more you do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm, it might not become easier the more it you do it. It doesn't get less scary, like, I think the level of vulnerability is always there, but, like, the the habit or the practice of bringing up those conversations, I think, can become a little easier. Yeah. There, there's always an element of, like, where where is this going to fall? Am I yeah. going to, are they not going to understand where I'm coming from? Are they going to reject what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Are they going to be mad? But I do think the more that you practice, like, initiating those confrontational conversations, mm-hmm. it can become a little easier. Yeah. I think the more that you, I think those just develop, they'll always feel vulnerable. They'll yeah. always feel exposing, but I think the trust deepens. Yes. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel ex- vulnerable now sharing those things because I'm exposing myself uh-huh, and yeah. you may or may not, but I still, the growth or the trust, I think, uh-huh. is, it just grows more. 
So then you land in this growth. And and the thing is, is in community and in friendships, you will you will oscillate through mm-hmm, yeah. oscillate through these phases. Like mm-hmm. you're not just gonna Man, Jamie and I did that one adjustment there. We hit growth. We yeah. are done. We are in the growing season. We, we are stay not here. Done. No, like then there's now, there's different times where our friendships have been more exciting. Other times of adjusting. Mm-hmm. Um, life changes make adjustments a thing. And I think to answer your question on like, well, so how do we do that? Like our friendships are just naturally not coming with us. Mm-hmm. We're naturally moving cities. I think you have the excitement. Now we have the disillusionment of mm-hmm. these things, these processes, these people are changing. I think adjustment looks like shifting expectations and that is hard for both people. Mm -hmm. So I think even in some of my own friendships, when I finally got to the point of understanding this adjustment of Mm -hmm. like, it's just not going to look like this. Yeah. And can't just do it to yourself. Having an honest conversation with that person. Like Mm -hmm. here's, I just think that these are like where we're going, you know, whatever. This is how much I still love you and value you though. That is the adjustment. Mm-hmm. And I think growth comes from that. I think... It's like a release. Mm-hmm. Like Literally. That that conversation yeah. is yeah. a release. Yes. Like, it's just a... I'm not holding this as tightly. Yes. You don't have to either. Yes. Like, can we both just ad- acknowledge that? Yes. yes. And yes. it's those friendships that I've done that with that will still call each other if we're in the same city. Oh, yeah. yeah. We're, I'm not going to see them every day. Yeah. I'm not going to talk to them on the phone every yeah. day. I might talk to them, like, a few times a year. Yeah. But, like, even my friends back home, it's those friendships that we could adjust those expectations, mm-hmm. and there's no pressure to, like, it's still, we're still growing in that. Yeah. Like, I still, I will still call them. Yeah. I might talk to them once a year, but if we're in the same city, I'm still going to see them. Versus friendships I didn't do that with. Yeah. I just let the disillusionment, disappointment Right. fall to the ground and mm-hmm. didn't decide to do anything with it and honestly then you drop it and yeah. and it is you know what it is unless somebody picks something back up and adjusts from there mm-hmm. I think that's beautiful and I mean I was just gonna say to kind of answer a little bit of your question is that I just think I just think friendship is super worth it I really do mm-hmm. I think you need to find people I mean I know we're talking specifically about trios but just in finding friendships and finding trios and finding who you're what these friendships look like. You just have to find people that you feel the best about yourself around. I don't know. That's like, like the really, best version of the yourself. The best version of yourself. Yeah, that's exactly what I think is oh, the yeah. safest around. And so mm-hmm. I think yeah. that friendship is worth it, even with friendship changing, even with friendship being different in each season, to have those moments and the, that sweetness. I don't know. I just think it's worth it, even with the hurt that can come with it, even mm-hmm. with the pain that can come from mm-hmm. it. I just think it's worth it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's a very glass half full um, mm-hmm. version of this, what we're talking about. But I just think there's nothing like it. it. It's worth it to pursue. That's like my best mm-hmm. thing I could tell somebody is if they're asking like, well, how do I invest in deep mm-hmm. relationships? How do I have meaningful relationships? Mm-hmm. I just tell people like find people you can be the best version of yourself around, mm-hmm. the realest version of yourself around. Yes. And see how it grows yeah and then if it changes it was worth it still mm-hmm. yeah. so that's how I live my life that's I'm just so thankful for the friends that have taught me how to be a good friend I have friends that I have been mm-hmm. super deep friends with since I was six seven years old that are still in my life today because mm-hmm. they loved me and they loved me and they loved me and that gave me freedom to continue to love other people too mm-hmm. in that find a safe leaning mm-hmm. place mm-hmm. so I don't know that's my two cents on that it's worth it it's worth it. The trio's worth it. The friendship, the individual friendship's worth it. Mm-hmm. It's just worth it. Mm-hmm. I think it's really key that you pointed out even to like, and if it doesn't work out, yeah. then it changes. 
I think that's the part we're so afraid of. Oh, yeah. So it's almost like I have to know, if we're being honest, like, for me to really dive into a friendship, I almost have to know or think that I'm going to be friends with you forever, and then I'll jump in. Yeah. And um, you just don't know. You don't know. And I think that's where disappointment can even come in. Well, that's life. Yeah. You want to know right. going into a career where it's going to take you, yeah. and you just don't. <laughs> well, <laughs> You sure don't. Like, you just don't. Like, we always want to know where we're going to be on the other side. And, like, sorry, that's not actually how life works. Mm -hmm. But we don't say that with community. We are still thinking we're in this rom-com of life where I'm just going to have these wine nights, margarita nights, coffee dates, whatever the heck you want to call them, with my homies. Mm -hmm. And it's going to be that way forever. And because it's what the movies show us. Mm -hmm. And they don't show us the intense amount of work amount of work oh, yeah. it takes. Like you don't go into careers just mm-hmm. you would like to hope that yeah I'm picking sure. what I think I'm gonna do. Yeah, but I think all three of us don't necessarily know what we would have been doing four years ago and what we're doing today. Absolutely. And so like I, no, but you couldn't have told me when we were you know at the end of college that I would be spending my Friday night watching your child. <laughs> And loving it and preferring that. You couldn't have told me that either. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. Right? Just Definitely couldn't have told me that. Yeah. So um, I, I just think it's, gosh, just being honest. Like, we will say that about careers and we will, we are so reluctant to say it for community because I think we're holding out the hope that it's going to drop into our laps yeah. and mm-hmm. it's not. Yeah. It's just not. Like, yeah. it has to be cultivated. There will be hurt. There's going to be failure, but yes. what you're saying, the worth that comes out of that, yeah. just like in careers, mm-hmm. yeah, it's there's growth true. that comes out of that. There's like passion that mm-hmm. comes out of that. It's the same in friendships. Gosh, I, I mean, I can say, I'll speak for myself, but I just, I know I am a healthier friend than I was when I was 18. And thank God, you God, know, God, like I, was, yeah. I, I just, I Amen. loved my friendships yeah. at that season of my life and through the trials and the good times in my friendships, it has shaped me to be a healthier, more available, yeah. more forgiving friend mm-hmm. than I was when I was 18. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And a more honest one. Yeah. 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 Completely agree. That's kind of a good place to land. Is there any other um, last minute things you'd like to say about friendships, how to, you know, hold on to some some, some security in those if you're feeling like you're an odd man out. I'm at a 10, so I could talk all day, but we don't need to talk all day, so I have nothing pertinent to say about friendships. DM us if you have some questions. I'm really trying to think. I think since it's on the tip of my tongue. Let me, let me think in it. You can take a minute. I appreciate that. She can cut this out. My, my therapist recently told me that my, um, my brain, you guys are going to laugh, works very quickly. Mm-hmm. And my thoughts are very fast. And so sometimes, like, really deep questions like this, I have to slow down to be like, what is it that I'm actually trying to communicate? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think I said it. I just think that pursue a friendship if it's what you want to do. I don't know. <laughs> That's not a good way to end. But I just, like, I'm like, if you feel great, I don't know. I don't know what I'm trying to say. Can you cut this? <laughs> Look at, watch the rhythms of your life and see who fits into them. And did follow you, that. Did you just make that up? Yeah, I guess. That's I mean, beautiful. I guess. <laughs> I just think it's I, I said it earlier, but I just think it's worth it to invest and worth it to be intentional. That That's what I was trying to say, is I think that any good friendship, any trio friendship, any individual friendship works very well with intentionality. That's my viewpoint on that. Which takes a lot of hard freaking work. Which takes mm-hmm. a lot. And it gets easier as you do it longer and mm-hmm. more 
And it comes easier whenever you find people that, like you said, the patterns of your life kind of match up. Like, yeah, this isn't super inconvenient for me because this is what I want. Mm -hmm. And this works for my life and my lifestyle. So Mm -hmm. I would just find, I don't know, being really intentional is what makes friendships really grow. I think that's been my experience. Yeah, I think I would just say don't let the fear of rejection keep you from showing up. Yes, Mm -hmm. that's good too. Yep. It's never going to serve you. Yep. Mm -hmm. So on that note, would love to hear. I did some some prep of my own because I've been slacking. uh, Yeah, unimpressed, honestly, with my (laughs) what's trending topics. So Lauren, what's trending in your world? Oh my gosh, I've been nervous about this all morning. It's all she could talk about. All morning being like an hour ago. (laughs) Okay, all morning. Okay, so I actually have something, but it's kind of lame, but it's so great. Go ahead and share one. Okay, so I went to um, the grocery store, and I got this delicious Kit Kat, and it was birthday cake flavored, and so it was a birthday cake flavored Kit Kat, and it has changed me. Like, this is trending in my world. Do you know how many of these Kit Kats I've gotten? Probably, like, ten. You wanted me to share this, like, weeks ago as what's trending in my world, and I've never had it. So it's been trending for you for a minute. Okay, so what? It's been trending for me for three months. It's that powerful, and it's limited edition, and I love stuff that's limited edition. You are a sucker for crap like that. I am a sucker because... I'm like, are you kidding me? I'm not going to be able to get this in a month. Limited. I'm going to get 15 You are a marketer's dream. I literally... <laughs> they're I, advertising to you. I know they're advertising to me, and it's working, and it is the... I'm telling you people, I should probably get, like, literally people. an unlimited amount of birthday cake-flavored Kit Kats. I'm telling you, go get one, post it, tag Trendish. I'm dying. That's good. That's good. Tell yeah, us it's if gonna you be get your the time. birthday cake-flavored... Kit Kat. It will change if ten, you. If 10 of you get it, Jamie and I will. Oh, I'm here for this. It will change you. I'm telling you, it tastes like a birthday cake and a Kit Kat combined. I just want the birthday cake. No, no, no. I don't Jamie. want a Kit Kat. Jamie, 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 Jamie. It changes you. I'm telling you, I've been trying to get them to say this for three months. We'll Intentional see, we'll friends change you it. and birthday cake Kit Kats. And you, you know what? Can I just say this to us? Yeah, sure. We need a little bit of fun right now in this season. So if a kick coming from a seven on the Enneagram, <laughs> we need a little bit of fun. And you well, know what? After that, yeah. oh yeah, we probably should have said at the beginning. I'm still learning about myself as a seven. Anyway, if that makes me feel good to go after a long day, get that birthday cake Kit Kat. How many times can I say birthday cat Kit Kat? <laughs> I said it like fourteen times. I'm just telling you, that's what's trending in my world. The main thing, seriously, honest. Good, okay. good. Oh. Sure. Um, two things. I have been waiting years for this one first thing to happen. And it finally did. I'm intrigued. Brene Brown finally started her... She already has a different podcast, her Unlocking Mm -hmm. Unlocking Us. Tell us. She finally started her Dare to Lead podcast. So it is like she... First of all, she's a phenomenal interviewer. I love... I mean, literally, if you know me, I love Brene Brown. Phenomenal interviewer, also phenomenal content. But she interviews some really solid people on leadership it is a little unfortunate but it is only on Mm -hmm. spotify i hate that who doesn't have spotify though like just put it on who cares how it's coming into your ears it's coming into your ears that's right you need it i love her take on leadership and vulnerability and the way that she puts them together and it's great so i think there's only two episodes of it out right now i am gonna listen to it it. but i i don't listen to podcasts on spotify so i'm really Jamie, well, why? suck it up. Do suck not, it up. It's worth it. Why don't you just you do, do it? it? I will. She's going to. I'm going oh, to. Oh, but 
Why don't you like Spotify? I love Spotify. But why don't you like podcasts on Spotify? Because it's not my platform for it. No, I understand. I respect that. I'm I so glad. Sorry that I pushed you on it. I just really wanted to hear the heart behind that. It was good. Thanks. Okay, you're welcome. Sorry. But I will like I will take her podcast on a CD if she's finally doing a podcast. Okay? I love so- a CD in the mail. <laughs> it was hilarious. <laughs> Great. Oh my gosh. So give me a CD. Lauren has been killing me the whole morning. <laughs> Um, I will look at less than whatever platform. I encourage you to as well. If you don't have Spotify, I don't know, five bucks for your student, so just get it. Other thing that's trending is, this is hilarious because I, I, I'm going to be honest, I really don't love her, but I have been into her these days. Carrie Job's new stuff. Mm-hmm. I hope this isn't what you were going to say. No. Good. I love it. Okay. But it's great. Her new album. I don't even remember the album. I just know the one song that I really like. Your a nature. couple songs. Your Nature is great. That, that is the song on the album. Mm-hmm. She just released a new one, though. I don't even know if I could... I mean, the whole album is good, but I'm going to just vouch for that song, Your Nature. Yeah. It's like 10 minutes, so it might as well be the album. Right. And it is good. Yeah. And I... So good. Again, not even a big Carrie Job fan, but she's been on a new flex these days, and I'm here for it. Yeah, she I really loves Carrie New spiritual flex. Yeah. I'm, I'm into that as well. Well, I had to step up my game because I was, you know, okay. feeling behind. Yeah, what you got for us? What you well, got? got some novels. You got some Kit Kats? Got some documentaries? Neither. No. What is it? Let me, let me share. I would say clothing, I bet, really. <laughs> clothing? Yeah. <laughs> or shoes? No. Records. Oh, you got Records. that little 4th of July? I think you, you got that 4th no, of July? I think you maybe, love it. She likes plants. You like plants. Yeah, Lauren, you've like 27. For 100% projecting. Please go, Jane. Okay, James, share. My eyebrows are up to the ceiling again. It's going to troll together. (laughs) Um, My number one is something I do every night before I go to bed is I watch Half-Baked Harvest's uh, video of what she cooks. I don't like when she does like sweet stuff. Sure. I really don't like baking, but when she's making like a curry yeah. or she's always browning butter. Always. <laughs> I need to excellent. like go to the I need to go to the store and I need to get some butter and some sure. sage and yeah. do some sort of like carbonara sauce. Could you could I yes. help with that? Sure. You can. Because <laughs> I'm a really good cook. So I love <laughs> I just I don't know for whatever reason. I mean I literally haven't watched TV in like three months, but I last night I got home and I was watching <laughs> cooking that. YouTube videos. So I don't know what it is, but it's like really decompressing for me. Yeah, good. Good. What a therapy. Thanks. And my other recommendation or what's trending in my world right now is um this interview I listened to with Sophia Bush and mm. Katie Couric. Ooh. I I just love who Sophia Bush is. She's great. Period. Like, I think she is a phenomenal human. Yeah. Brooke Davis for life. Yeah. She just is. I love even the, the, the order of which she describes herself. Like, acting is not number one. Mm-mm. Like yeah. she, it's not. It's like I think it's an intellectual. I think is what her number one is. It's wow. like intellectual activist, interviewer, actor. It's like it's like a, a side thing to her. The interview with Katie was really insightful and very mature. Mm-hmm. I just feel like it had a lot of wisdom because mm-hmm. Katie's like sixty. And just the way that they had a conversation and Sophia Bush is a passionate person. Mm-hmm. I bet she's an eight. I mean, I I would Man, be shocked. That's a compliment. Yeah, I really so. think she would be an eight. But she, she can. I mean, she feels very strongly about what she believes in, and I just really appreciated the way Katie disagreed with things, but you almost didn't even know she was disagreeing mm-hmm. because of like the respect and maturity, yeah. and just the approach she had. 
That's so needed today. It's so refreshing. And yeah. it, especially right now, like, oh my gosh, can we have a little more of that? Like, mm-hmm. does anybody have class mm-hmm. in our government? Anybody? <laughs> so, <laughs> I really, I really recommend no, that, that podcast. But just for my own, Wait, like, what's growth, the podcast? Uh, Sophia Bush's Work in Progress. The episode is with Katie Couric. I think it was back in, like, June or May that they actually had the interview. But even more than that, like, if... I love interviewing and asking questions, and Sophia Bush is a great role model of that. She can hold a conversation so well, Mm -hmm. and she can take it to a lot of places very seamlessly. Mm -hmm. So I always appreciate that when I listen to her episodes. They're very long. Like Dak Shepard, they're like two hours. Oh, Mm -hmm. wow. I can get through them quicker because I listen quite fast. But if you're looking for some depth and interviews of people that aren't necessarily people you've heard of, mm-hmm. her podcast is a great one to check out. And also, if you want depth, you might have to listen to the hour-long podcast. Like, it's suck true. it up. We can't true, yeah. compartmentalize everything into three points, make it 20 minutes. Yeah, not everything is an week. Andy like, Stanley 20-minute podcast. He does it so well. He does. Mm-hmm. I recommend I that look, podcast to everyone I meet. His yeah. parenting stuff, probably my favorite in the whole world. But not everything can be 20 minutes and be summarized in that way. Our so. podcast has never been 20 That's minutes. Right. It never will be. It never will I be. I don't think. I appreciate that. And you guys are speaking right to me because I would be in that audience at the 20 <laughs> minutes and the three. I'm going to just be honest. I was not going to say anything, but I decided I should. So if you're feeling like that, we know they're I'm there. there. That's fine. We know they're there. But mm-hmm. I just, sometimes we want depth and we're not willing to put time into anything for it. So mm-hmm. we're going to end on that note. Lauren, thank you so much for joining us. We appreciate you. In our life. You, you did and so good. I was yeah, so you did nervous. Great. <laughs> oh, it's still filming. Okay. Thanks for tuning in today, guys. Don't forget to like and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. And let us know what you thought of today's episode by tagging us on social media. This is Trendish. We'll see you soon.